two, three. exciting episode of My Two Cents. This is your host, Kenneth Thomas, and today we have Henry M. Blackman III. Henry, Henry M. Blackman III is a contemporary visual artist as well as an art instructor from Atlanta, Georgia. Blackman works primarily in acrylic and watercolors. Henry earned his fine arts degree from Morris Brown College in 1994 and later continued his education at Georgia State University with an art education degree in 2006. Henry also went further by obtaining his Master's of Curriculum in Instruction from Central Michigan University in 2009. Blackman has used this knowledge to educate thousands of students in the metro Atlanta area for more than 20 years. Henry's work, which focuses on uplifting the spirit and historical narratives, have been displayed on numerous exhibitions around the Southeast. Henry has also been the recipient of many teacher awards, including the Barbie Mattel National Arts Teacher of the Year in 2002, as well as 2011 Teacher of the Year in DeKalb County School District. Blackman has created two major murals in Atlanta, which includes a scene of the famous Royal Peacock nightclub at Apex Museum, as well as Atlanta's first mural located on Martin Luther King Jr. Drive. Henry has also illustrated two children's books, Stinky Shoes and Little Ken's Day at the Beach, with two more in production. Henry is currently showing two pieces at the Ellington White Contemporary Museum in Fayetteville, North Carolina. If you can get to the Ellington White Contemporary Museum in Fayetteville, North Carolina, you should do it. You'll be glad that you did. Let's talk to Henry now. All right, so Henry Blackman, how are you today? Glad to have you with us. Hey, thank you so much. I'm so glad to be here. Hey, sure, glad to have you here with us, man. Hey, hey look, so um, as I was telling my audience uh, um, uh, a lot about you and giving them a little feedback on you, uh, let me ask you this question. This is the main question I'm sure a lot of listeners want to know. It's, it's a basic question, and um, I'm, I'm sure you can answer it. When did you first get interested in art? And, you know, a lot of people... They don't know a lot about art, or they don't they don't know if they want to get into it or not. When did you first get started in art and in teaching? When did you first draw an interest? Oh my goodness! Let me tell you, I started drawing when I was three. Uh, drawing, unfortunately, on my parents' walls, but uh, they encouraged <laughs> me to uh, start back drawing to start drawing on paper. So uh, that, right. that went pretty well for me. But uh, yeah, just it's just always been uh, in my life. I was always inspired by early on. I was inspired by those. Uh, that old Coca-Cola art, Norman Rockwell, that sort of thing, and I was yeah. just really captivated by it. And, uh, you know, just took it all through school, and, uh, you know, now, you know, uh, 45 years later, right. uh, <laughs> it's just been with me. Now, the education part came a lot later. Uh, I went to school, got my fine arts degree at Marsh Brown College, and uh, uh, when I came out, Marsh I had Brown. a professor. 
Yeah, Mars Brown. Yeah, my mother in law and, went there, uh, man. My mother in law went to Mars Brown. Sure it is. All right, all right. <laughs> and uh, I tell you the truth, I uh, kids was not on my radar, and I had a wonderful professor, Dr. Lee Ramsall, still my mentor today, who uh, asked me to do him a favor, and I knew it was something I probably didn't want to do. And, he asked me to fill in for a summer camp uh, arts teacher, and I didn't want to do it, but I, I, I did it anyway, and it just, the kids and I, we just clicked that summer, and um, I ended up substituting after that, and went back to school to get my uh, art education degree, and uh, 27 years later, I'm, you know, still in the game. Hey, that's so, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so so that, that, was, that was a long road to get to where you are today, man. You know, you, you're doing a lot of great work. You know, yes, let me ask you this. Uh, how does art affect your peace of mind? You know, as far as like relaxation, how does it affect you? Uh, let me tell you, it's, uh, it's always been a relaxer. always got me focused, uh, especially, especially when, I, when a bill comes in the mail and I, 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 I don't like the result of that. Right. Uh, you know, usually if I get on out there in the studio and uh, do a little sketching or something like that, it'll make me feel a little bit better. Hey, I know what you mean, man. <laughs> it, it, it's one of those things. Visual arts, is, uh, it, it's always uh, been a calming influence on me, uh, as well as music. I love classic jazz. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cold Train, Miles, Cannon. Duke Ellington, Grover Washington. (laughs) Yeah, man. Hey, I know I know what you mean. Jazz. Jazz. And and, and a nice glass of wine, right? (laughs) There you go. There you go. You planning out my evening for me. That is a good combination. Hey, but let me let me ask you this. Uh, how do you feel others such as kids or adults may benefit from art? One thing about art that I've learned through the years now, and early on, I just straight up enjoyed it. I love producing, but uh, history. Uh, when, when you're talking about art, you're talking about history from from cave art, cave right. art, uh, Egyptian art. Right. Um, just it tells a story, and uh, no matter whether you're young or old, there's a lot to learn from it. Uh, if you study it, and um, j- just a lot of things you can learn about civilizations, maybe even about yourself. But mm-hmm. uh, it's just uh, it's a learning experience uh, if you open your mind up to it. And there's so many great artists that's come through and, and they're still out there producing now. Uh, it's just a ton of uh, information you can gather from the visual arts. Oh, yeah, well, definitely, definitely. Art does uh, reflect the thoughts of the artist onto the canvas to the viewer. And let me ask you this as far as like, like, when people interpret your art in their own way, how does that how does that grab you? Does it offend you or anything? When somebody look at your art and you you're trying to convey a certain thought, and then they they get a different image in their mind, you know, a perception. You know what? I get a kick out of people getting their own interpretation. Now there's a lot there's artists out there who you know they have a certain you know they want you to look at it this way, and that's it. If you look at it a different way, they are not happy. But me, yeah. it just makes it all the more interesting to me. Right. Um, like I say, I really get a kick out of. I don't. I'm not a type of person who you just have to, you know, you have to just think like I do. I, I like to hear what other people have to say. And when I'm, um, you know, opening at a show or something, and I'm talking to the patrons, and they, you know, a lot, a lot oftentimes they'll come up with uh, something I didn't even think about, and I look at my painting uh, again, and it's like, wow, okay, you know what, I can see that, or wow, that's interesting. Yeah. But I just think it makes for great conversation. Uh, it just opens up your mind, and um, for me, it's just totally exciting. I want my viewers to think. 
I want them to come up with their uh, own interpretations. To me, that's just what makes the world go round. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. Let me tell you something. Uh, Talk my listeners. Let me tell you something about Henry Henry's art. Okay, Mister Blackman's art. It speaks to you. The graphics speak to you, like the art down there on Martin Luther King Jr. Drive, and, and the art like in the book that you illustrated for me, Lil Ken's Day at the Beach. Uh, by the way, he illustrated that one as I mentioned earlier. Um, and and his his art. Don't take my word for it. Look at his art. Check out his art. If you check out Lil Ken's uh, Day at the Beach, or whether you go down and check out the mural on. Uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Drive, or if you look at his art coming up at some of his shows, we're going to talk about the show he's going to have over in North Carolina. Um, you get a chance to check out any of his work. I'm telling you, if you look at the faces, look at the look at the the people in his art. They're speaking to you. The the, the graphics the, you can you can hear it. You can hear it by looking at him, and, and he captures the emotions very well in his art. I just want to tell you that, and I want my listeners to understand that. I challenge you guys. Look at his art. If you see what I'm saying, DM me, write me on Facebook, Define the Odds by Kenneth Thomas Sr. Check me out on Instagram with that. You know how to reach me. It's on here. You can see it on my on my uh, site here, on my show. Leave a message here on my show. There's a little button you click. You can leave a verbal message. You can be like, Ken, you were right, man. His art speaks to me. It's true, man. Your art speaks. Beautiful, beautiful work, man. Excellent work. Thank you so much. <laughs> so, so do you believe that art is healing to the mind? I, um, just as a, um, personally, uh, you know, I lost my father, uh, back in the end of September. That's right. Sorry and, that. um, you know, he was a, a grace of my work from get go. Right. And, uh, one thing that helped me relax or just kind of get in a better mind frame of, of the loss was, uh, one thing my pop and I, we did a lot of stuff together. We built things together. And, uh, one of my fondest memories was, uh, you know, the beginning of the fall where, we would, um, you know, rake leaves. And I think I've heard that all the kids, you know, the only boy in the neighborhood who enjoyed raking leaves and doing all the yard work with his dad. Right, so, right. Uh, that, that was just something we loved to do. Right. And uh, for fall, being my, always being my favorite season, colors and things of that nature, you know, I just love uh, everything about the fall of the year. I, uh, a few days after he passed, I uh, decided to do a little series of fall watercolor paintings. And uh, it was just really soothing. It helped me remember, you know, I could I could vividly see the colors, you know, when we were out there working together right. uh, back in the day. And uh, it, it was very, very much uh, soothing for mm. me. And uh, hopefully for the people I share that with, you know, I think they got a kick out of uh, those paintings as well. So, yeah, uh, very much a relaxer, um, you know, and soothing uh, and, and relaxing to the mind, I think. I, I totally feel you. I know what you're saying. As you were speaking, I could kind of picture that. I could embody that, how art would make you relax in a situation such as that and, and offer comfort. Some people listen to music, some listen to music, drink wine, and, and, and look at art. But if you're able to have the uh, skills that you have and paint, I can see how that could be a, a release. So people, if you ever thought about picking up a paintbrush, reach out to Mr. Black and get some tips, learn. <laughs> because, you know, it can be very beneficial in many ways, very beneficial in many ways. And, and, and to children, even, even uh, to children, talk to me about how you may have affected uh, some children with teaching them art, you know, uh, helping them to understand art, how they may have affected you. I think, um, you know, that's, that's real funny because I, uh, at the beginning, you know, when you, when you first start teaching, you don't know what, you don't know how it's going to turn right. out. Right. You know, it's just impossible. But I think through the years, over the last uh, uh, more than two decades now, um, 
I think we just, one thing I do when I go in the classroom, I don't sit behind the desk and just, you know, this is me versus you. Uh, I bring my artwork in the classroom with me sometimes. I even get advice from the students, and I just try to make it, you know, where we're both learning. Right, right. And I think with that approach, um, a lot of my students have opened up their mind to art. Uh, even they might not think of themselves as the best artist, but um, I try to make it fun for them. I let them know that, look, I'm not expecting you to be Picasso or Leonardo da Vinci. Let's have some fun. Let's learn a little something out of it. I know you guys are going to grow up and most of you all are going to go off and, and venture into other things, but let's just enjoy it with each other right now and, uh, and, and try to come away with the appreciation of it. And that's, that's my main goal with the students. You know, expose them to it. Right. Uh, get them to appreciate it by first showing them how I appreciate it and how excited I get about seeing them learn about it. Hey, man, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. You know, I'm a Gwinnett County School mentor, and, and you're right. You have to get the kids engaged. And what you're saying is you get them engaged, and they learn more, and they actually end up teaching you some things from what they say. It helps inspire you in certain ways. That's excellent. Yeah. Man. Hey, look, I'm gonna, we're going to have to take a commercial, but we, we'll be right back with Mr. Henry Blackman in just a minute. Hang tight. Hello, listeners. If you are looking for a bestseller book about inspiring people doing awesome things, you must check out these and other books by BlackRock Publishing. Defying The Odds by Kenneth Thomas and My Bahamian American Father, a story of inspiration by C. Brayman Thomas. These two books are sure to inspire and delight. Find them on Amazon or via our Instagram page at Defying The Odds by Kenneth Thomas. You'll be glad you did. Welcome back to My Two Cents. This is Kenneth Thomas. We have uh, artist and, and art teacher, uh, Henry Blackman III. Henry Blackman III. All right, Henry, uh, uh, again, glad to have you here with us. Uh, let's continue. I want to ask you a question here. What's next for you? Tell us about what's next for you. You have the event going on in uh, uh, North Carolina over there. Tell us about that. Yeah, uh, the Ellington White uh, Contemporary Art Museum. Uh, I've got a show that opens actually on King Day, uh, January the 18th. Um, that's going to be taking place again in Fayetteville, North Carolina. And I've got two pieces in there. It's dealing with different stereotypes and, and the, uh, perceptions of uh, African-Americans through the years. And uh, so two pieces are going to be unveiled there for the first time, uh, Emergence and then another painting called False Narratives. Hmm. So uh, looking forward to that. I'm also finishing up a show in, uh, at Alabama State University uh, that was focused on voters' rights. So that'll be ending in a, just a couple of months. Um, doing that and uh, actually working on uh, your next book, your next children's book. Oh, yeah. Working on yeah. that. That's right. <laughs> it's, uh, Ken, Little Ken eats his broccoli, folks. It's, he's, he, um, he illustrated <laughs> Little Ken's Day at the Beach. That's out there now. You can get on Amazon. You can go to Define the Odds by Kenneth Thomas Sr. and check that out. You know, you can see all my books on there. And, uh, and you can find Little Ken's Day at the Beach on Amazon.com. Um, BNN, BarnesandNoble.com. You can check it out. Henry Blackman is the illustrator. Check it out. The emotions. He caught the emotions of my son perfectly when I told his story about our day at the beach. You you will see all the emotions on the face. The graphics is just <laughs> wonderful. I challenge you. I challenge you. Look at this man's art and tell me it doesn't speak to you. But <laughs> Go on, Henry. I'm sorry, man. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's true. So, so, so let, let's talk. Let's talk about worldview. Worldview art. 
and worldview. Um, George Floyd, when he passed, well, no, he passed, when he was murdered, okay, you had people over in Europe and uh, Middle East doing art, Middle Easterns doing art about George Floyd over here in America. People here on bridges, different murals were uh, uh, erected to him. And um, you could see the art and, and, and the graphics brought people together and made people feel for the cause to, 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 uh, to, to try and get justice for those who didn't have it just by looking at the art. That's a worldview art. Tell me your take on worldview art. Uh, just, just, as, just as you said, it is a, uh, it's a uniter. Uh, it's powerful. Art is very, very powerful. Yes, it, uh, it brings us uh, together. Oftentimes, art, the visual arts brings you uh, together, especially in cases like that. Right. Um, even if you're not paying attention to whatever event is occurring, it makes you, it makes you stand still and pay attention to it. Uh, art is extremely powerful. And uh, it's, it's another voice. It's another voice that can be used to uh, convey points, um, attitudes, um, and uh, it's a world uh, uniter. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. It's just no way, there's no way around it. It's, uh, it is a powerful influence, and I'm so happy as an educator that uh, the arts, it wasn't always so uh, when I was younger in the past, but I'm so glad that art is still uh, in schools and, and it's a tool. Uh, for young people and older life to um, experience mm -hmm. uh, because it does it, it makes you stop and it just really uh, it does, yeah. you know you have to look you have to look you have to think about it and just like you said with the George Floyd situation everybody had to stop and pay attention to that there was just that's no right. way around it, it grabbed and, uh, and that's what yeah. I enjoy that's what I love about the arts mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. and visual arts in particular um, it, it just it makes you think and I'm a, uh, I, I consider myself a thinker yeah. And um, I just love it when uh, when art when uh, you know uh, my my love my passion um, is seen in that way. Oh yeah, definitely, and and, and that's a fact. Like uh, I think you had told me this once before. You said um, you don't know anybody that art hadn't affected in one way or another. Everybody, right. well, if you if you, especially if, if you have sight, if you have vision. Now there may be some blind people who are born blind or what have you, and then there's the ways that braille and art can uh, also right. empower them. Okay, that's there's some blind right. artists. There's some blind. So really, I can't even say that. I can I can say this. I agree with you. Art touches everyone. <laughs> it touches just about everyone, unless there's some type of block or impairment. You've been touched by art. Live long enough. <laughs> right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's just true, man. That's right. It's just true. So, hey, look, man, I have enjoyed talking with you. This has been an excellent conversation. We've got to have you back maybe after your show in North Carolina. You can let us know about that. But listen, first of all, I want to tell my listeners uh, how they can reach you. If somebody wants to commission you for art or uh, to illustrate a book or just get some art lessons or just ask questions about art, what have you. How can they reach you? Tell us people how they can contact you, follow you, know what's going on, where they can support you. Uh, check out your work. Uh, two ways. Uh, you can, uh, of course, email me at Blackman. And then Blackman is M-O-N, but BlackmanArtist at Yahoo.com. And uh, you can also check me out on my website at uh, www.henry-blackman.fineartamerica.com. And you can see all my artwork, latest works, and uh, on that page. Well, all right. Well, again, we're glad to have you, man. Thank you for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. You're welcome back anytime, brother. And uh, I really hey, enjoyed this. Yeah. really enjoyed this. All right. And all the listeners out so there, you, very much welcome. Very much welcome. All the listeners out there, you guys take care of yourself. And until next time, dream in faith.